welcome to a bonus episode of Alley Tower Get On. My name is David Hall. Joining me as always as we take a look back at what has been a stellar season for the ladies is Ryan McMenamin. Hello, Ryan. Hello, mate. I'm a bit down after the ashes. I know, mate. I was following it on the train home. I was going to make uh, a light-hearted joke to begin. I was going to say, uh, oh, David, I've been feeling under the weather. And you were going to say, oh, why is that? I was going to say, I've got ashes fever, but we've been beat, so it's now rendered. Oh, there's no point. Well, drop, drop catch by Ben Stokes, I think that was it after that. Yeah, we didn't look like winning after that 12 by Cummins. Sorry, listeners, if you're not bothered about cricket, but it, it's pertinent. <laughs> Talk me through that kit launch, mate. Which one? The one where we've sold that of all third shirts? Oh, wow. Going to sell out tonight, there's five left. That's impressive considering we wear it once a season and it'll be at, like, Wigan Robin Park away. It'll be in pre-season. I know. <laughs> I think it's our official cup away kit, so you know we'll wear it at Morpeth away in the first round of the cup. First qualifying round, sorry. And the trophy. And the trophy. And the league. We'll probably end up getting a replay against them as well. We might play them six times. <laughs> Just like the old firm. There's about 77% of the fan base on Priory Steps on a Saturday night for it. I was impressed. I know. Lanchester City FC, though. We've never, ever played in Dolly Blue, ever, since... Since we were Lancaster City, I don't think. No. Maybe them three years under Reebok in early 2000s. Matty Clark in from Workington, Rudy Misambo out, the big boots to fill. I know, I feel sorry for the poor boy. I think he's going to do well, Matty Clark. Apparently he can play wing back and in the middle as well. Not sure he can header it for days like Rudy, but we'll, sh- we'll soon find out. Joining us from Lancaster City, ladies, is club captain Kayleigh Young. Hello, Kayleigh. Hello, David. And joining Kaylee is Amy Roston Fraser. Hiya. And Becky Upjohn, hello. Hello, good evening. So Kaylee, before this season, there's not been much ladies football for, I don't know how many years, to be honest. Could you talk us through how the reformation of the side came about? Yeah, so we used to play for Lancaster years ago. Um, we left and went and joined um, a different team. Things just went in a different direction. Over COVID, we obviously folded. Um, no one was, it kind of happened naturally just with the way things went with COVID. But um, yeah, I just put the message into the group chat that we still had, asked if the girls fancied it and asked if maybe Lancaster City would be an option. Um, messaged James Comiskey at the time and asked him his thoughts on it. And he basically said that if I could get a team together, he would then try and find us a manager so it was literally starting from scratch but it it snowballed very quickly and I had a team within about a week and yeah the rest went from there really. So we'll move on to the league season now Amy and I've won the league by two points 13 wins from an available 14 more or less a flawless season they say goals win games and obviously Kayleigh scored enough for them but defence wins championships and as an entangled member of that defence how would you rate your season for you and your fellow defenders? I think we've done really well this season, um, despite not getting many, if any, clean sheets. I think we've gelled together really well at the back. We've had girls play in defence who have never played in that position before. Girls that are new to the team that have just uh, fit in really well. Obviously, goal, like you say, scoring goals wins games, and it's easy for us to give credit to those that score goals. Being in defence, it's a little bit harder, so we take it personally, take it really hard for those games that we don't 
uh, get clean sheets and we don't uh, we do start like we do let goals in but I think we've dealt with it really well um took it on the chin and, and moved on and ended up winning the league and the cup so done quite well one thing I have noticed is the team spirit within the group is this the best group of players you've been the captain of Kaylee? Yeah, it's got to be up there, hasn't it? I mean, um, the some of these girls have played with me under Lancaster and stuff before. Like you say, on and off the field, we're a very close unit, work for each other. We always have each other's back, but most of all, we believe in each other. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely up there with the best team I've, I've ever captained. An integral part of that team spirit, I must say, has been you, Becky, especially since your season was cut short due to injury, even managing the side in Scott's absence at one point. How has it been watching from the side? Yes, um, it's been very interesting. Um, I would say nearly a heart attack at some point, but um, overall it's been really good. Yeah, it's, it's good. I like to do take an interest in reading the game and trying to just encourage the girls to be in the right positions. Yeah, everyone knows I like to uh, I like to voice my opinion sometimes. So being on the sidelines, obviously, I get to do that. It is so hard and so difficult though. When you know, when you're off the pitch, you can't make a difference really. Obviously, you can encourage, support the girls, but yeah, being being on the pitch, you can obviously you can be in the thick of it and be um, helping your teammates. But overall. Um, much rather be on the pitch, but yeah, spectating's not been too bad this season. Becky, you're talking about voicing your opinion. I don't know where you could have possibly got that from. <laughs> Can you give us an update on your injury status as well? Um, yeah, I wonder who. Yes, um, so I'm waiting for a reconstruction of the ACL Um and I am finally on the waiting list at Lancaster um, and I've been given a 30 to 40 week wait. So looking at January, February next year um, and then it's a long road to recovery, maybe possibly nine to 12 months before I actually get back competitive football. But, you know, it's me talking to and I'm very determined um, to get back fit in general, in life in general, but definitely get back fit, get on the pitch. So fingers crossed. I also have an appointment this Friday at um, Wrightington Hospital, so they might even get me seen a little bit quicker. So here's hoping for good news come Friday. Yeah, hopefully that gets sped up for you. Uh, Kayleigh, we're going to move on to the Challenge Cup run now. We started off at the Giant Hats beating St Anne's 5-1, set up a quarter-final game at home to Whitehaven. 5-2 down at half-time. What was the mood like? What have you said to end up turning that round and end up winning on penalties? Oh my gosh, what a game that was. Yeah, I think what it was is we had to forget what had happened in them 45 minutes. It wasn't us. Like, five-minute blip just... It looked like the game was completely out of reach. But no, the girls really dug deep. This is what I mean about these girls. They're determined. They believe in each other. Um, I think it was just basically said, like, this is our 45 minutes. It's our chance to show. If we want it, we need to fight for it. And, um, yeah, the girls, they're just amazing. They, they dug deep. They believed in themselves as well as each other and got the job done. A semi-final win against Pembroke Town Ladies Reserve set up a final against Horwich St Mary's Ladies with the winner of that game securing a league or cup double. As a player, Amy, what was that final like as an occasion? It was absolutely insane. I can't even put into words what that day meant to like me and everyone on that team. We just we worked so hard to get to that point 
um, like Kaylee said then in, about the semi-finals, that, that we had that same drive and that same passion in that final and everybody on that pitch wanted it. Yeah, with all the fans there as well, like so much support from people coming watching us um, that really helps. Yeah, it was just insane. As first season successes go, a League and Cup double is pretty unprecedented. Question for all three of you now. We'll start with you, Amy. What have been your personal highlights? One of the best points of the season for me was probably the chipping game away. I know a lot of the girls will probably say the same. It was a difficult game for us to be playing, but just the sheer determination from every single girl on that pitch, along with the fans again on the sideline. Uh, there were so many people there supporting us. That got us through and that got us that got us the win in the end. Just the atmosphere on that day was just incredible. And the, the teamwork that everyone worked together and put a shift in on that day was just incredible. What about you, Skip? <laughs> I'd probably go with the chipping game. That was definitely the turning point of the season. Also, I think my highlight, honestly, of this season is just watching the team grow, watching the girls grow. The journey that we've taken this year has just been absolutely incredible. The fan base has grown. The support in the town has grown. Like everybody's starting to know who we are. Um, it, yeah, it's just such a such an immense feeling. It's a nice feeling. There's been that many highlights, but definitely chipping in the final. It was nice to lift the cup. You were talking on mute there, weren't you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that bit's staying in, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Becky? Yeah, I think I agree with the other two. So the chipping game as an overall um, league highlight, definitely the uh, the chipping game. That was, um, I mean, to be on the sidelines, that was the heart attack waiting to happen. I even forgot I had a child with me at one point and she took herself off to the park because I was that engrossed in that scoreline. <laughs> no, it was um, it was it was a good good game. And then personally. For me myself, that another highlight is the uh, White Haven game, um, the league game. So we went away and we lost ten nil, was it? Absolutely terrible game, worst game we've ever played. Then we play them at home. Spirits are high. Um, I get played on the left wing, which was you know my overall position where I wanted to be. Um, have a really good game with the girls. Everyone played the heart out. So good, so determined to get that win back and you know get top of that league and um yeah that was um obviously where it was cut short but yeah that was a personal one but yeah definitely chipping chipping away sticking with you becky after the cup final scott king stepped down as manager but he couldn't have really left on a higher note no definitely not i mean to achieve what we've achieved and what scott's achieved and joe's achieved in our first season um, winning the double, um, getting the girls together, the spirit, yeah, the overall commitment and buzz about the team um, is is definitely left on a high, and it, it's going to be um, hard for the new manager to come in. And um, but we're all there, we're all behind whoever that may be. Um, we're ready and waiting, and can't wait to explore the new league and get things moving forward. But yeah, overall, um, I'd like to thank Scott on behalf of the team as he's done a massive job for us and also Joe as well um, and Sarge. I mean, without the three Musketeers, it wouldn't have happened really this season. 
One thing we have to talk about is playing location. There's been a clamour for you to play on the Giant Axe pitch permanently. Two games on there, both attended with over 100 people. But you have also played games outside the Giant Axe and also one at the university. Is a more settled home pitch a priority? And how are preparations going for the next season, Kate? Yes. It would be a lot better if we could play a few more games on the actual pitch itself. Now that's something that definitely we will be trying to discuss and organise. However, I must admit, like as much as we're not a fan of the pitch at the side, it's done as well this season. Like we've we've been unbeaten on it. We took the university pitch because of the weather to play just to get a game in because we were so far behind. But yeah, we we do need. We do need our own pitch, really, or or just one a bit better than the one that that we have. I mean, it's it's really nice of the juniors to let us play on it, you know, and it's served us well, to be fair. Um, but we do need something just a bit bigger and, and and one to call our own, really. Do you have any trials coming up? Any open trial days for any new players? And are you looking for any more sponsors or anything like that? Yeah, the trials start on the twenty eighth. Um, it's a Wednesday night. And the pitches at the side of the giant axe and it starts from half six. Uh, they usually last about eight o'clock. It's just an opportunity for players to come down of any ability, come down, have a training session, see how you feel, and then um, yeah, have a chat with us and help us grow this squad really. Um sponsorship, we're always looking for sponsorship. We're a self-funded club. So any sponsorship is great. It's nice. We've had quite a few businesses wanting to back us off the back of our double success. So yeah, things are looking quite quite bright there. And as for the manager, I mean, yeah, we're on the lookout for a new manager. The posts are on our social media with any um, email addresses or contact details that anyone might, might want to um, get more information on. Well, don't worry about looking for a new sponsor for Player of the Month because we'll sponsor it again. Thank you for joining us. Take a look back. Becky, Kaylee, and Amy, it's much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to you as well, Ryan. Thanks a lot, mate. See you soon. And we shall see you all in the new season. ta